Welcome to the POV Hamilton podcast, where we're talking to innovators, educators, leaders, and builders across the Steel City. We have the most diversified economy in Canada, and there are hundreds of stories waiting to be told of the people, the companies, and the organizations making it happen. Here's whose point of view you'll be listening to today. My name is Eddie. I come from Hamilton U Poets. Uh, we do a little bit of everything from performances to workshops to community engagement. We're really, really big on sharing our stories, encouraging and inspiring others to do the same. I've been around since the establishment. Uh, a bunch of young uh, poets going to nationals and coming back from nationals, we had such an amazing experience and we wondered what would it be like if everyone in the city got to have this type of experience, got to know what uh, the empowering feeling of being on stage felt like. It evolved into going into schools, teaching workshops, working with public libraries, and getting students from all over the city share stories from their neighborhood. And it created this amazing discourse. Uh, students from Ancaster were talking with students from Barton Street and, and Westdale was talking uh, with students from the central downtown. And it was this beautiful thing and you really got to see the richness of our city. And I think that's when I really truly fell in love with Hamilton. So Hype's always been aligned with the black community. Uh, I think we've always had a very rich diversity of poets within our roster. If I go back to Hype's mission, I feel like for the black community, our story is always told for us. Uh, even if you look in the school system, what we're learning about is it doesn't necessarily always represent our rich and diverse history. So being able to tell our own stories in this creative format has always been one of Hype's goals and objectives. The black community has a rich history of sharing stories, uh, whether it's uh, through music, whether it's through art, dance, um, and we've tried to incorporate that in what we do always. And I think the city needs it. I think it, it, it creates a, a liveliness within the city. Um, I know I've talked a lot about our diversity within the city, but there's so much culture and I think there's so much learning that happens as well. Whether it's learning about one's own history or, or learning that we have the power to change and move and inspire. And if I want to talk about my own journey, it's been really cool to see what's been coming after me. Like I said, I've, I've, Hype's been here for around 10 years, and through 10 years we've seen, I want to say generations, but we've seen siblings come through, and each sibling uh, picked up something. Uh, we've seen students come through um, who have gained power and, and gone on to do power within themselves and gone on to do such amazing things. And I really love inspiring black people to share their story and find their confidence on the stage. And it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. The Darkest Pity Party. Me and my shadow exchange horror stories about being black. I say to my shadow, I envy you. No one ever questions the quantity of your blackness. You're never too black or not black enough. You are always just simply black. Without question, without interrogation, I envy how your hands have never felt the chill of cuffs, never been presumed guilty until proven dead, because no matter how hard they try, they can never kill a shadow. And my shadow says to me, 
I know we both know what it's like to be a walking chalk outline, a shadow's place is either on the ground or against a wall, and everything that makes me uniquely beautiful is robbed of me in the nighttime. The warmth of my personality and flesh become the tone of nightmares, this skin, nothing more than the fingerprints of a violent night. They label me an angry black man, based my whole existence on throwing shade, and why wouldn't I be angry? I hate the way I stick out in white spaces. I, I try and comfort my shadow. I say, I wish I knew my history the way you did. I envy how close you are to the earth and our roots. You are the origin of black love. Watch how easily two shadows become one flesh. And I have never known a love like this. The melanin in a shadow is a vow. I love the way you flip the script, appropriate their movements and call it normal. My shadow says, call it conformity. Call it being puppeted. Call it being spoon-fed a culture without spice. Us dark-skinned individuals have never had the crown of normalcy, never been given the luxury of tears, even though it's clear I feel the weight of everything on top of me. And it's maddening, this code switching. In some lights, a shadow has to split itself in two to fit into a workplace where it's tokenized, present at every board meeting and cannot speak, our glass ceilings the floor, give new meaning to stepped over and stepped on, give new meaning to overshadowed, and we bond over these memories and pre-written destinies, a connection so close it is almost physical, our kinship Siamese-like, a brotherhood so real we nod in verification upon meeting one another, for even boxers know on some nights all you have is your shadow fighting with you, but cops know the best way to make shadows scatter is swirling lights. Poetry is really, really fun, actually. I want to say poetry gets this bad rap of being this Shakespearean thing where, like, you know, old white men talk about trees and nature, and it's actually not that. It's uh, a lot of fun. It has a lot of different forms. Um, so if you're ever interested in poetry, please visit us, uh, whether it's through any of our social media channels, and come find out a little bit more about us. Hi, my name is Avani and I am a spoken word poet and artist and today I will be performing for you Black Girl Smiles. Black girl often combs her hair and finds flowers and glitter in the most random of places like how'd you get all the way over there but it's probably because her body is just overflowing with magic and gems that she just has to get it out of her body black girl often spits rainbows like it's poetry and sometimes it is poetry or simple requests and shutdowns like no you cannot touch my hair but that's because black girl often makes spells on the weekends. I mean, how else is our hair supposed to look this good without some experimentation? I tell you, but it's a family secret. And when I mean secret, I mean everybody knows. And when I mean family, I mean all the black girls around the world. But you see, black girl often gets angry because she is often society's ear and shoulder. She rarely cries because she is often told that she must be strong. And black girl often pretends to be okay, to be fine, to be a part of the crowd of people who say things like, you should smile more, or 
Why are you so angry all the time? Or you're not like the rest of them. Um, rest of who? As if not every black girl is special. As if there is not a black girl school of wizardry that can poof your dusty, musty ass into a frog. You try and make one feel less special than she is, and the rest will let yo say yo ass out of here. Because black girls are magic. Constellations of glitter fall off her body. And black girl smiles, shakes her head. The sun bows down to her. And noticing her glow, recognizes I think the big concern that we have at the moment is funding. It's, it, it's tough to do a lot of the things with no money. Um, like I said, we've grown, we have a roster, um, we're all over the city now, and to ask people to do that as volunteer work is, is tough. Um, and we also have so many things we want to do, so many ways we can share our stories. Um, but in order to do that, we need funding, we need support. Whoever is watching, uh, I feel like a PBS commercial, but this is made possible by viewers like you. Um, so please come out and support us however you can, whether that's financially, whether that's with your time, whether that's with your attendance, whether that's supporting our social media, uh, please do that. I'm 12 years old and I run my Instagram account, Inara's Bookshelf, where I share and review books with diverse characters by diverse authors. I review books, interview authors, and read children's books on my page. I started Inara's Bookshelf in 2020 when COVID first started and online school was happening and I guess I had a lot of free time on my hands. And I guess I started it because I really saw a lack of diversity and representation in my school library or in any public library. And I didn't see any characters, main characters that looked like me. And I love reading. I've always loved books, even from a young age. And, you know, when I saw this lack of representation and diversity, I decided that I would, you know, use this love of reading to try to make a difference or create change. I've had so much fun. I've been able to speak to so many people, so many authors, incredible people like Gina Gustine. It's been an incredible journey. I've made incredible contacts. I read so many great books, more books than I could have ever imagined. And overall, it's just been a great experience. You know, I've been able to reach out and talk to a lot more people. I've been doing teacher symposiums and talking in actual classrooms with kids, which I love so much. So I think that, you know, my goal to sort of make a difference I think I'm on my way and it just really just really makes me happy that I'm able to do this and I can have fun doing it as well because it's something that I love. The book that I chose to share with you today is one of my favorite children's books. It's called Girls for Medicine by Resume Uye. I got the opportunity to speak to her and she was just so incredible. Her energy, her enthusiasm, she's so incredible. She illustrated and wrote this book and it's about this group of young girls, young black girls, and they all want to have, they all have a dream in healthcare. What they want to do, they want to be doctors or vets. And it's so incredible. The diversity in this book is so beautiful. They're all different shades and skin 
it's skin tone, there's albinism. It's honestly just incredible. You know, there's kids who have, you know, gaps in their teeth and it's just an incredible story of different hair types. I love it so much. And what makes the representation and diversity just on another level is that Arisen Uye is also a young black female doctor. So it's coming from a young black female doctor talking about more, you know, girls in healthcare. And when it comes to gender, I think that that's what's incredible is because it's talking about young girls in healthcare, which is something that, you know, we don't see a lot as doctors. So I think it's beautiful. Lots of representation and just the art is honestly fantastic. She did an incredible job. But yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite children's books now. I think I've been able to reach out to publishers a lot through my time as an artist bookshelf. So I get lots of early access to diverse books as well. And you know, the publishers know what I'm looking for. They know what books that I want to review and what I want to read and what I want to share. So it's been really incredible. And I'm just glad that I'm able to share these books, you know. When I was in school a couple years ago, there wasn't a lot of diversity. And you know, that's why I started an artist bookshelf. And I didn't see any girls, any young black girls doing super incredible things. And really the only time where I saw black people at all in books was during Black History Month, you know, during, but there were all books about slavery and civil rights. And I love those stories, but it's books, it's books like these, books like all the books that I review on Instagram, the books about young black girls being astronauts and being doctors. Those are the stories that I want to read. And those are the stories that I want to share with other people like me, you know, Asian stories, all BIPOC, indigenous, black indigenous people of color I want to share these stories for everyone to see because I want other kids of color like myself to be able to see themselves represented and I guess the goal overall is just to normalize it that they can go into any library and have multiple options of books that with characters that look like them my main base is Instagram at Inara's Bookshelf. We also have Twitter, Inara's Books. And yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm also on Facebook and Inara's Bookshelf. So that's where you can find me. Thank you so much for having me today. And yes, definitely like diversify your bookshelves and you know, your wide range of books. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And please consider rating and reviewing as it helps others to find the show. For more information or to listen to past episodes, go to povhamilton.com.